0: Welcome to Church Ahead, the weekly Christian podcast talking about big questions facing the future of church with Rev L. all the way from the north of England. 20th century boy, I want to be your toy. I'm Rev L. and I'm very excited. I'm excited because I'm holding in my hands the first record I ever bought and I'm excited because this is the first episode of Church Ahead. We're going to look at the big issues facing church today and tomorrow. What's really going on with the Christian religion, and where's it heading? Up, down, backwards or forwards? We're going to talk about where things are going. What will the Church Ahead be like? Well, join me in this podcast, and we'll see. Today I want to introduce myself to you. I'm an ordained Christian theologian but rather than talk about my ordination in my 20s or my five years studying theology at university or my conversion at the start of my teens I'm going to tell you about this record I bought when I was nine years old. I'm holding the 7-inch 45 single record now. It says 20th Century Boy by T-Rex composed and written by Mark Boland produced by Tony Visconti in 1973. At the age of nine a lot was happening for me. We'd just moved house next to a church and I started going to church. Christian faith had not really captured my imagination but this record did. The glamour of Mark Boland's long permed hair gazing out from the cover, the roar of the opening guitar chords, The simple, repetitive power of that title, 20th Century Boy, that's repeated in the chorus and rhymes with toy. I was hooked the first time I saw it on the weekly television programme, Top of the Pops. Over the next few years, I would buy a lot of records, but this was the first, and if I may say so, not a bad choice for a nine-year-old. I think I knew as soon as I heard it that it was going to be my song and it still says something about who I am today. I am a 20th century boy, no more and no less. I'm a child of the 20th century. I came to faith in the 1970s. I was a turbocharged evangelical Christian in the 1980s. I did my ordained ministry in the 1990s. And so the weight of my church experience is in the 20th century. I'm still very much part of church today, but not as intensely. And so it may be that my material is not for you. It may be that you really want a 21st century prophet, someone with a finger on the pulse of the church today, someone who thinks and talks like a child of the 21st century. And that's not really me. I'm just a 20th century boy my children are creatures of this century and i often find myself struggling to understand their generation i often am often puzzled by the way young people talk and think even christian young people who will shape the church of this century i'll give you one example the word stressed for me is not the state of being under psychological emotional and spiritual pressure It simply means underlined or emphasised. I'm so stressed. Really? Oh. So if you are a digital native who feels totally at home in the third decade of the 21st century, then you may find me a bit old and slow. But if, like me, you were shaped by the 20th century, then you might enjoy the camaraderie of being baffled alongside me as we look together at the church of today. I'm not a prophet with a hotline to God's mind about this year or next year. I'm just a 20th century boy. Yes, there's quite a gap between me and the 21st century. And it gets worse. There's an even bigger gap between me and the life of Jesus. Some people won't like these podcasts because they think I'm insufficiently sensitive to the present century. And some of you will be disappointed with me for the opposite reason, because I'm not a first-century boy. Most of the big-ticket events of the Christian faith took place in the first century. I've spent five years of my life studying the Bible at the universities of Durham and Oxford. I've read the Bible several times, cover to cover. I still read it. I still study it. It's been the great intellectual and spiritual project of my life. But the more I study, the more I see how little I know, how far removed I am from the action which was in another country, in another language, in another age. I can't just walk into the first century and check a few points with my mate St Paul. It's not easy for me to hear the words of Jesus as they would have sounded in Galilee 30 AD. In the incarnation, God became a first century boy. And it's not always easy for this 20th century boy to understand him. If Jesus had been born in the 20th century like me, it might have been easier for me to really understand him. Yes, I'm a Christian, which I define as a follower of Jesus. I've been following him for nearly as long as I've been playing this record. I've got some idea who Jesus is and what he stands for. But there is a massive amount that I don't know. There are all sorts of issues where if you were to ask me, what would Jesus do? Well, the only honest answer would be, I don't know. So I'm going to throw at you a question that goes to the heart of, of what this podcast is about. I want you to imagine that Jesus comes to your church this Sunday in person. Or if you don't go to church, imagine a church you do know of. Jesus walks in and sits down in the congregation and watches the whole hour morning service. And by the slightly overwhelmed minister realising what has happened... With the church warden whispering in his ear that all the media organizations of the world are parked outside the church door waiting for this distinguished visitor to come outside. But the minister can't resist making the most of the opportunity of having Jesus in church. So instead of inviting the folks for coffee afterwards, he finishes the service by asking Jesus to come forward and say a few words to the congregation so Jesus stands up and walks to the front and stands facing the church and the media scrum which has now come into the building ready to hear him speak and the question is this what would Jesus say to the church I'm going to give you the script of two possible messages and what I want to know from you is this Do you think it's easy and obvious which of these two things Jesus would say to your church? Would he say, Message 1 How wonderful that you have kept my organisation going all these years. Your church is exactly what I want to see in a community of my people. Your beliefs are mine. Your actions are what I would want. I'm so grateful for all you do to keep my message alive in this world. Or, how about message B? How dare you run this dreadful organisation in my name? If you're going to believe that rubbish and do these things, can you please not do them in my name? Message A is a message of affirmation. Message B, condemnation. Would he endorse your church or challenge it? Would the encounter of Jesus walking into church be a nice, easy reunion or a rocket? I've been following Jesus for nearly half a century, but it's not simple, clear or obvious to me which of those two things he would say to any of the churches I've been involved with. Not just because churches are different and mixed, but because I don't know what Jesus would make of the church today. Yes, I'm polarizing the question. And it might be that he would like some bits, but not others. But the point is that it's not clear to me whether Jesus even wanted a church to follow him let alone what a church should look like. Now, I rather like church, and telling you what I think is easy, but telling you what Jesus thinks, that is harder. And so I ask you again, is it simple, clear and obvious to you what Jesus would say to the church? If you think it is easy and obvious what Jesus would say to church today, then you're cleverer than me, and you're probably going to find me a bit slow and prosaic as I talk through the possibilities. If you can read the first century boy's mind about the 21st century church, then you're much brighter than this plodding 20th century theologian. But if, like me, you think this is something worth chewing over, this is worth looking at, worth a few minutes of your time to get your head round, then you're in the right place. You might find this podcast useful. It's nearly five decades since I handed over my 50 pence to get my hands on this record and a lot has happened along the way. It reminds me of that nine-year-old boy on the cusp of becoming a keen Christian. It reminds me how hopeless I am with the zeitgeist of the 21st century which in turn is kid stuff compared with trying to work out the mind of Christ. Please join me next week when we look at a painting by L.S. Lowry. Can't you see you a man for me? I'm your boy, a 20th century toy